0: hey guys so it's katherine zach here um we are in oregon now woohoo! west Woo. coast um so oscar has hooked us up with some awesome people um to talk to that have had disappearances in the family um and some so, of them also knew my great-uncle Sam. So, yeah, Zach, what were you going to say?
1: Yeah, so we didn't want to be too uh, disrespectful about this. Um, we did have some interviews. We, um, you know, recorded some of our interviews, but we didn't really want to play, um, you know, the footage. But we're going to share their message. We're going to um, be talking about their family members and um Yeah, we're just going to try to be as uh, respectful as possible while also, you know, getting to the uh, meat of the story.
0: Right, exactly. So, um, basically, we're just going to recap what they told us so we can deliver the message directly to you guys so you know what's going on and how our trip in Oregon is. Um, So, yeah, so
1: far, Zach, who, who are we talking about first? Uh, so, uh, well, we talked to Dale Park first. Um, I thought we would talk about yeah. his story first, because um, his was pretty unique. Um, so who is, let's who, tell the viewers who Dale Park is. Uh, so Dale Park is the
0: nephew of a man named George Park. Also, George Park was found in the diary um, my Uncle Sam wrote this down in the diary. Um, this was in 1963. Uh, Zach, should I read this?
1: Uh, yeah, go ahead and read it, and then we'll finish up his uh, little description here.
0: Yeah, perfect. So, <laughs> George Park was found um, dead in his home, along with the book. Um, and this is uh, word for word what my Uncle Sam wrote. Um, I am having my friend Harry ship to me after he went to the scene. No one I know knows George. I believe he was a bartender um at a pub on water street so he had no known connection to the cult but it's Um, crazy
1: he was like involved like he knew when this was all going on and he was like documenting it you know actively Uh, you know with no connection to this guy so um oh he was also found with the book that we
0: have currently that has the rituals for
1: um, so yeah yeah um which is really interesting um and yeah it's just like
0: it's a very unique story or like a very unique yeah story I guess I should say um because um no one else was found with any other objects so except for George and um Dale so yeah basically um we're going to talk about Dale now. He he has an interesting story to share. He has some more insight about what happened to George. Um and he also has some more insight about what's happening right now. So, Zach, take it away.
1: Uh so yeah. Um as I said, uh his uncle George was found dead in his home um with this book. Um what's really crazy about it is um the way that he was found um, he was found completely unharmed, actually, um, lying on his couch. So, uh, when they came to the scene, yeah, um, he had his arms clutched around the book, uh, that we are now in possession of, that we've been, you know, talking to you guys about for weeks now, um, so that's a little bit eerie, I'm not gonna lie, um, but yeah that's I you know when he told us that I was just
0: kind of like shocked because um in my interpretation I really I thought that the book was just probably like on the ground somewhere but it's crazy to to me that he was like holding it so it's like what do you think he was doing with that book you know like how did it get there like do you think the book was what killed him
1: uh I you know, I don't again I'm trying to be respectful, I don't want to make too many assumptions, but Right, I no, but I'm just you know. I would say speculatively, as someone who's been looking into this case, I mean, the people who have been known to um have these documents and have these books, um, you know, in you know, the least offensive way I can say is that they seem pretty obsessed with um these stories and these rituals and right. um these books that we're finding and you know all these symbols and just Chihulu in general um yeah. and the concept of it all and i think that there you know i don't know if george uh if george park was involved in uh, the cult stuff or not um but it, it almost sounds to me like he was praying on the book or oh. you know meditating on the book or something of that nature but that's just all yeah you know speculation and right no yeah that's a
0: that's a good point Zach um so what else did uh Dale talk to you about
1: So, Dale talked to me. uh, He talked to me just a little bit about just the kind of guy that his uncle was. Yeah. Um, He was a bartender. He was, um, in general, uh, you know, Dale mentioned he was a little off to some people. Um, He seemed a little creepy, um, for lack of a better word. Um, But, you know. Dale also said, you know, at his core, he was an awesome guy, and right. um, that, yeah, he did mention this obsession kind of with uh, Kahulu kind of did take over his life at a certain point. Um, it I kind see. of, it kind of got to him. It kind of made him a little bit anxious, uh, d- as Dale mentioned to us. Um, you know, he said that he kind of got, you know, like I said, just obsessive. He just got. Uh, you know he threw his whole heart and his mind into this case and at a certain point uh, people who were close to him felt a little bit uncomfortable that he was so um you know interested um in all of these things it it was never confirmed if dale was actually um um uh, sorry not dale george if george had ever been involved in any chihulu cult um kind of stuff at all but by the looks of it, you know, he was... He dedicated he was at least every, interested in it. Oh, it, incredibly. He yeah. uh, he dedicated, you know, every minute of his day to uh, just research and, right. um, you and know... And research was hard in 1963. I mean, you had to go to the library, you know? Right. I mean, uh, I don't know if he, you know... I don't know how these symbols were getting passed around at this time. It just seems like... Uh, well,
0: according to this um, this diary, it says that they were found with pendants um, around their necks of the symbols. So I'm I'm thinking that uh, the cult members had pendants. You know, it's right?
1: like George. George was not ever found with a, a, uh, pendant. a pendant, and that's another thing. His family members... Well, Dale mentioned to me that... Um, they did come across some sort of thing in, um, after his death, um, that, you know, they were a little bit suspicious of. What what did they come across? It was a necklace, um, of sorts, uh, which, you know, to me sounds like it could have very well been a, a pendant, but, um, yeah, it was like a little placard, um, and it did have some etchings on it, some symbols, um yeah do and they, they never still quite have that? they don't they they gave it away at you know a thrift store or something along those lines um yeah. you know some years back because uh you know the family was just kind of creeped out by it all, and they thought if it did have anything to do with the you know in their eyes the chihulu you know nonsense stuff, then uh maybe uh it was better to just get rid of it,
0: yeah, no definitely well. Dale and George both have a very interesting story, um, but the next person that, uh, we found in Oregon was Rosa McCain, um, and she is Henry McCain's, um, granddaughter, so let me just read to you what is in the diary that we found, um, under Henry McCain, so it says Henry McCain, 4-13, 1963, um, that was the day he was found, it is entitled a sad day um harry is missing and did not return home to his family last night harry was extremely involved with me and clark in this endeavor he sent me the book found with george park's body hopefully there are answers um so i guess in that little uh segment it doesn't really say too much about um what happened to harry exactly um All it says is that I didn't come back. And so we got some more insight um, from Rosa because she was um, very good friends. Um, Well, she wasn't very good friends. I'm sorry. Um, Henry. Harry. Yeah, so um, Rosa is Harry's granddaughter. And so she had a lot of insight to share with us about just what happened to him um she was around three years old i think when he disappeared um and they still have not found him um which is
1: very peculiar it's, it's devastating and talking to rosa was um very unique uh experience i felt a lot of bless you i felt a lot of um uh you know sympathy for her um At the same time, you know, she she was three years old and... um, Right,
0: but, you know, she never got to... She always had to live with this thing that her grandpa just disappeared one day and never
1: came back. And, like, she did, as well as... um, They did find certain things after after Harry's disappearance, um, which is pretty eerie as well, that all of these people were finding... um, Similar objects, too, you know, like when Harry disappeared, they
0: did find, like, in his home, um, very similar things to what we found when my, uh, Uncle Sam passed, so they, you know, they found a pendant, such as what George had, you know?
1: Yeah, similar, I mean, from what they can recollect, from what, uh, Dale told us, um, that they, it sounds pretty similar. Some of the uh, equipment that these people have, um, and like I said, you know they get super into it. So they have all of these, um, you know, meditation tools and um, right uh, tools just scu- made for I, um, certain sculptures. Yeah, yeah I recalled uh, that Rosa specifically
0: said that he had a sculpture of Kahulu in his home, um, in his office, which no one was allowed into either which is very um yeah that
1: creeped me out when we were talking about that yeah that was a little bit um
0: it's just it's all very eerie because I think that the group of guys that were investigating this that include my uncle just were so deeply invested in it that the, you know, their whole lives just kind of got taken over by it. And, I mean, you know, I really – I'm nervous about that happening, you know, to us. It's
1: like we're getting too deep. Yeah, and what's interesting um, that is that Harry, um, unlike George, um, George Park – is that Harry uh, was just always just a very jolly man. Just, yeah, um, he was really nice, I remember. Yeah, um, Rosa described, well, yeah, Rosa and your uh, Uncle your Sam. Yes. Um, yeah, just all described him as just this, like, you know, just, like, funny, like, kind of quirky, like, weird, just, like, a silly guy. And Yeah, he was also um, an
0: anthropology um, professor.
1: Yeah. And he was, um, and that's how he knows your uncle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, they're doing research. Yeah. So basically I, you know, none of these cases match up, which leads us to our next, um, our, our last interview that we had this week. Um, and we're hoping to be able to do a couple more but uh these were some really 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 good people that we got to talk to and some good information and thank you to all of them we're going to go into talking about uh Camille Dawson next who um is Camille's story um is a is a little bit more upsetting than the others um yes. her mother was found um deceased by uh carter lake which is a nearby lake here um In Oregon. yes should and, i um read this excerpt uh oh yeah i think that would be a good segue yeah
0: good starting point so to start um camille is barb dawson's um daughter so very you know tragic just a very sad thing to um you know go through as a daughter. But, um, anyway, so this is what's written in the diary that we found. Um, Barb Dawson's, um, exactly five days and five five hours, I'm sorry, after Patricia was found, Barb was found. Different location. Local authorities declare it as an accident. Um, she was poisoned by an unknown substance, injected through a quill in her neck. No known connection to me, Clark, or Harry. So, I mean... It's kind of it's kind of like the George Park thing but like I it's just it's kind of interesting because these people had no known connection yet they were found in very mysterious and very weird ways like she was poisoned through a quill. Right. Of and nobody to this day they still don't know what kind of poison it was.
1: Right. So but unlike the other uh cases is that um Camille's mother was not a woman that had many, um, you know, objects pertaining to Chihulu. She wasn't, um, you know, materialistic woman. Right. And, uh, you know, Camille did mention that she had been interested in the, uh, idea of, you know, the Chihulu cases, uh, that she had heard and, um, any of the information that she had heard about it but um she wasn't someone that I mean she as far as we know was definitely not someone who would have been you know in uh the cult or right um she was a very um she just lived a very uh simple life
0: as far as we can tell from um Camille's uh recollection of her I mean Camille was a little older when her mother died um so she did know her mother she did know her way of life she did know the things that she um valued and all of those sorts of things so it was it's interesting because she seems like a very random target for this you know she seems like she shouldn't have been the person, but you right. know,
1: Because there are a lot of people, uh, here in this town, um, in in Carter, that um, actually, um, yeah. So um, sorry, there are a lot of people, uh, in this town that are very invested in this case, um, right? And that's the thing. And, the, and they're, they're still trying to figure have, it out. There have the always state. been a lot of, um, you know. Cult members to this day, I mean, there's are still, um, you know, these are some of the people that we're getting these uh, hate messages from, is some yeah. of these cult members that are still active today. You know, and it's very
0: scary being here, like, getting, trying to get information from these people because, I mean, Rosa, Dale, and Camille have told us that they, they don't talk about this, these um, occurrences. Right, because, for that reason. Yeah, for that reason, because the cult might come after them.
1: You know? Yeah. And another thing tying into um, just looping back for a second. Um, so, Camille's mother was not found uh, to have any of these certain uh, possessions either. I know I mentioned she wasn't, um, you know, as interested as the rest of these cases that we're talking about um, in this whole Chihulu deal, but she, uh, she was not found to have any uh what's the word I'm looking for? Items. Um, you know, she didn't have the pendant, right. she wasn't uh, sculptured,
0: right. no books.
1: None no. of that um, you know, the symbolic stuff that we've found these other stories to have. Right.
0: So that's that's um one thing that kind of sets uh Camille and her mother's story apart from the rest is that they're really you there's know, no evidence.
1: There's yeah, no, there's nothing no tying trace her to the scene. Aside from, you know, the quill that was found at the lake. And but that's
0: still in evidence right now, you know? It's like but you know, it kinda you know, this is my own theory, but it kinda makes me wonder if the um Carter Police Department just is also in on this. You know, it makes me wonder because none of these cases have been solved. And it yeah, seems I like mean, no, none of them, it seems but, like no you know, one's trying to either.
1: And at the same time, you know, it seems like kind of a sort of a Bermuda Triangle effect where people, you know, this has become such a, I mean, there are more cases than this, guys, like, we have, like, been Mm -hmm. talking to, you know, three of, you know, over a hundred people that have either went missing or were found to be dead. And guys, um, this is a small town. This is a really, really small town yeah I mean there's uh what like around three thousand people live in here, right at this so point
0: in time I think everyone at least knows someone or is related to someone who has gone missing because of this,
1: so it's a little eerie it's it's scary to be here, but we're very grateful. We just want to say thank you to everyone that we talked to this week, and we um,
0: want to say thank you to our um listeners because you know we really. We really appreciate you, and we really need to be getting our story out. And, I mean, yeah. I think this is we the best. We really
1: value your support. Um, some of you sent us some Patreon money um, just last week. That actually helped us uh, get the funds to fly out here. So thanks for that. Uh, right. if you saw our um, our stories on our Instagram and blog posts. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, guys. We're going to talk to you in a few days. Um, I don't know if, Catherine, you want to fill them in on what we're going to be doing uh, here in Carter tomorrow.
0: Yeah, so um, tomorrow we have a few things planned. We're going to be talking to um, a few of the cult members, actually, which um, we told them that we were interested in uh, joining and being a part of this, so... I am kind of excited yeah. and a little nervous to see what the um I guess hazing rituals are.
1: But we're not <laughs> also we're not gonna be posting this, um, until after we meet up with them because obviously we're not trying to um, get caught. So we are gonna have a part two that's probably gonna be coming out um, when you know when we release this podcast. Um, so stay tuned for uh, part two, guys. And we're gonna talk to you in um, well a yeah. few days
0: probably. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, and you know we will talk to you soon uh mm-hmm.